Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Having It All podcast the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Having It All podcast. I am your host, Matthew Bivens, and I am so grateful that you're here with me today. I truly am. This is the season of gratitude, and so I'm grateful to you, whether this is your first time checking out the show, and you're like, what is this podcast about? I saw it on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music, or my friend told me about it, and I'm just here to check it out. I don't know what I'm getting into. If that's you, thank you. I think you're going to have some fun. If you're returning for the second time, third time, 10th time, 100th time, then you are incredible as well. And I'm super grateful that you would just keep on hanging out with me. I love doing this show because I love speaking to you. I truly do. And so we get to have a conversation right now. It's awesome. Today, I am talking about men. I'm talking about men to the people who love and support men. So I'm really speaking to you right now. If there's a man in your life that you love and you support and you want to be able to love and support this man to a greater degree, then this episode is particularly to you. So whether it's your husband or your boyfriend or your brother or your father or your uncle or your neighbor, whoever it is, if you've got a man in your life and you just want to be able to be there for that person and you want that, that man to be able to experience an abundant loving life, then this episode is for you. But before we get into that, let's talk about some magic. Yes, magic, our abilities to influence self, others, and life in an empowering way. And we share magic on every episode because I want you to know, I want you to know and remember and realize that you already have it all. Mic drop. (laughs) You do. You already have an abundant loving life. It is sitting there right in front of you, but you are probably missing it. You probably aren't fully able to wrap your arms around the 
beauty that it is to live today, to be alive, to be able to hear my voice right now, and to recognize that you are so blessed, so blessed. It's an incredible thing. And so by sharing magic, we are honoring, honoring the fact that we have it all. Because one of the results of having it all is these magical moments. So my magic happened yesterday and today. It's pretty cool. This magic is, this comes as a result of aligning myself to powerful, creative, abundant energy. So when I'm being in my power, when I'm creating, when I'm talking about abundance or or being abundant, then this type of magic pops off. And so yesterday, Sarah and I were having a a goal planning session, a uh, begin with the end in mind. That was the context that Sarah wanted to bring to this conversation. So, you know, we're in our office and we've got our, our dry erase pens out and we're just sort of brainstorming things and putting things on the board and really fleshing out, um, in this case it was for Sarah, what the end in mind looks like for her brands, for her business. It's something that we do periodically. We kind of go back and reflect on goals and look at different things. So that's what we were doing last night. And it was awesome. You know, we're in that powerful, creative, abundant energy and conversation. And we were in it for a couple of hours. Maybe not a couple hours. Eh, whatever. But when we were complete, I go over to my computer and I open up my email. And I see I had a new coaching applicant. That's magic, people. That's magic. You know, I don't believe there's coincidence. I believe that when I'm in that powerful, created, creative, abundant energy, when I'm aligning to it, then magical things happen. And so that's one example. Today happened again. I started out my morning by playing some music. I was playing ukulele for a little bit. Then I was doing some yoga, did a 20-minute yoga video, and then I jumped into a, a workout, chest workout. And I love starting out my days with those powerful deposits, those healthy deposits. It's peaceful in my house. It's quiet in my house. Sarah was actually in the energy in the space with me today too, so it was great to have that uh, that addition to you know what I was up to. Then I take Maya to school, jump in in uh, in the car, drive to school. When I'm at school, I'm I'm walking back to my car. I stick my hand in my pocket, and oh, what's this? I feel some money, huh? Pull it out, sixteen dollars. So. That, my friends, I choose to believe that's not coincidence. That's magic. That's a result of alignment. Again, I was in powerful, creative, abundant energy this morning, aligning myself to that, and then boom, I find some money in my pocket. So those are two examples of magic, and I love it. You know, I am creating magic every single day, and the more that I recognize it, the more that I realize that I am a freaking beast. (laughs) I really am. And you know, if you're hearing that right now and you're like, dang, this dude is full of himself, guess what? I want you to be at that level of self-love where you're saying, I am a queen. I am a goddess. I am a king. Because you are. Because you are. You know, and and you are, you know, one of the results of that is you're creating all these magical moments all the time. So recognize it. Pause right now. Take a minute to think about some magic that you've created for self for others, or for life. Go ahead and do that. I guarantee you're going to finish that few minutes feeling 
uplifted. Like, wow, yeah, some crazy awesome stuff is happening in my life right now. Cool. It shifts up your mood a little bit when you do that. So that's my magic. And I want to roll into a little bit of listener love, which is also magic as well. Let's be honest. Anytime one of you feels inspired to reach out to me, that is magic for me. It truly is. Today's listener love goes out to Selvin. Selvin, I appreciate you so much for reaching out to me on Instagram. I love the conversation that we got into. And this is actually kind of like a, a two for listener love because you were put onto the show by Warren. So Selvin and Warren, thank you so much for connecting. And Selvin, I love the fact that you were listening to the episode that uh, I think the title was I Do Not Make You Happy. I think that I can't even remember my own titles. Jeez. But it was the episode about really you owning that it's up to you to make yourself happy, not your partner. And you connected with that, and I love it. So, Sylvan, I appreciate you reaching out to me, connecting with me on Instagram. Warren, thank you so much for sharing the show and exposing others to the podcast. That is huge. That's such a a, a deposit for me. So I'm super, super grateful to you both. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, you listening? Yes, you. If you want to connect and jump into conversation, and you know, just. Just relate. Just be able to to relate in a real way. I would love that. I truly would. And you can do so on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. You can also hit me up on my email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. And let's talk. Let's rap. Let's connect. Let's just do what we do as humans. Get into this thing called a relationship. We can relate to one another. Because I know that I can relate to you and what you're going through. And I'm pretty sure you can relate to me and what I'm going through. So let's come together. We don't have to let the technology keep us apart because having it all really is a community. There's a community of us who are playing for abundant, loving lives. It's a community of us who are interested in how we can become joyful, loving, peaceful people. There's a community of us who are playing for greatness. And I would love to connect with you and be able to, you know, Put some names behind the the folks who I see listening. I would really love that. So hit me up. It'd be awesome. All right, before I jump into the podcast today, I want to let everybody know I've got a couple of coaching slots that have opened up. So if you have been listening to the podcast and you've been like, man, I appreciate this dude's message and I would just love that injection of energy and passion and fire and accountability into my life. Well, 
now is a chance because I've got a handful of coaching slots that have opened and are opening. So this is your opportunity to jump in and work with me one-on-one. And you know what? For those folks who have worked with me, you know, you know my style. And for those of you who've listened to me for any period of time, you know that I'm direct, I'm loving, I hold you accountable, I walk my talk, and that's one of the biggest things. You know, I'm not somebody who's just going to sit there and tell you what to do and then go back to, to doing all my unhealthy habits. No way. I'm about walking my talk. And so that's one of the beautiful things about working with a coach, especially a coach who's, who's transparent and able to just put their stuff out there. And that's what I like to bring to the table. So if you are a purpose-minded individual and you're looking to ha- to, for some help with uncovering limiting beliefs and breaking through to, to higher levels of abundance and joy, then hit me up. Go to matthewbivens.com slash coaching. You can fill out my, my application and we can jump into a conversation to see if working one-on-one is going to be something that is going to resonate with the both of us because it is a relationship, right? It's, it's something that we both enter into an agreement where we work one-on-one. And I only work with a handful of people at a time because it's personal. Like this is real life personal stuff. And to an extent, I get into your energy the same way that you get into my energy. So I got to make sure that I manage myself. And that's why I only work with a handful of people at a time. But those handful of people, boy, I mean, you get it all. You get me. So I love it. I love the work that I do. I love working with you all. And if this message has connected with you in a way where now you've got like some some something stirring within you, you're just like, oh, you know that feeling. You're like, I got to move. Maybe you got goosebumps. Maybe you got whatever it is that you can recognize. If that's you, don't wait. Don't wait because whenever I put this call out there, I get a lot of applicants. And so jump on the opportunity. MatthewBivens.com slash coaching. Let's see if there uh, there's some abundance and love out there for us to create. All right. Awesome. The podcast for today. This one has been on my conscience for a little while. Uh, I was inspired by Instagram. A friend of mine shared an Instagram post with me um, that totally resonated. And as soon as I read it, I was like, okay, I got to save this because I'm going to talk about this on the show. It needs to be talked about. And once again, I'm talking about men. Men need love also. Men need love. And this message goes out to the people who have men in their lives, who want to support men more powerfully, who want to create space for men, who want to be there for these men and see them step into their greatness. Because when a man doesn't embrace his emotions, he's unable to step into his greatness. When a man doesn't fully embrace the fact that he is a being that feels and has certain sensitivities and has emotions, when a man does not connect with that, he is not able to become the greatest version of himself that he can be. That means he's not able to become the greatest father, the greatest husband, the greatest boyfriend, the greatest leader, the greatest brother, the greatest grandfather. Men who shut themselves off emotionally shut off part of who they are as a human. So it's part of the responsibility of those folks who love men, myself included, because there's many men in my life who I love. 
It's our responsibility to create and hold a powerful space for all men. And so I want to read with you this Instagram post that inspired, you know, this conversation today because I think this uh, this person really, you know, put it, put put it into some great words. So this one comes from the account Goddess Awakening, Goddess underscore Awakening, and the po- there's a post and then there's like comments on it. I guess there's like a picture and then there's comments. So the picture quote thing says, "He needs love." just as much as you. When he lets you in, protect his heart. And that quote is from Adrian Michael. He needs love just as much as you. When he lets you in, protect his heart. And on the Goddess Awakening account, the caption that goes along with that photo says, this is so important. So often, we forget the sensitivity and emotion that men have. Although there are changes, we are part of a culture that really hasn't created a whole lot of security for men to share their emotions and feelings. Through my work, one of the things that has really stood out is how much men so desperately want to be allowed to feel. They want their emotion to be heard and understood, for it to be embraced and not shamed. When a man has the courage to step towards his vulnerability, we need to honor it and create space for it. We need to protect his heart and do our best to understand. If he lets you in, be there. Help change the narrative that shames him for feeling and create a new one that helps him realize that his emotions are safe with you. I love that. Thank you so much, Goddess Awakening, for posting that and for really, you know, adding to that conversation around men and vulnerability and fully accepting and embracing who they are. So there's a couple of things that really stood out to me. First is that the fact that men are sensitive and emotional. We are. We all are. We simply bury it to different degrees. A lot of men are burying their emotions. They're pushing them way down. They're taking those emotions, they recognize that they have them, and they're sticking them in the back corner of their mind, sticking them in the back corner of their consciousness. Sometimes they're revisited when they're in a group that they feel safe. Maybe with some of their boys, they can you know, let those emotions out. Or maybe they're kind of like me in the past, and they just bury them and don't address them. But so many men are burying their emotions. They're hiding the fact that they are sensitive that they feel. And guess what? If you align with the principle that everything is energy, then what do you think is happening to that buried energy? What do you think happens when we as men have emotions that we don't process and we push them down? Do you think anything healthy comes from that? Absolutely not. So the first thing really for us to understand is that men have emotions Men are sensitive. And if your man, if your father, if your husband, if your brother, if your neighbor isn't expressing those emotions, it's because he's burying them down to to a degree. And the reason why us men bury our emotions so many times is because we don't feel safe to share them. We don't feel secure. We don't feel like we ha- there's, there's a safe place for us to share those emotions and to share those feelings. 
And since so many men are emotionally immature, if they don't feel safe, they're not going to come out. It's like a child. If a child gets scared and they don't feel safe, many times they go and hide. They, they find a dark corner. They hide under a bed. They go into a closet. And now what happens when that kid, if you want to try to get him to come out, if you want that kid to come out from underneath the bed, they need to feel safe. They need to feel secure. They need to feel like they aren't going to be taken advantage of or hurt or abused. And a lot of times that's what's going on with us men. When we have these emotions and we go back into the recesses of our mind and we go and hide under the bed and we go back into the closet, we're not coming out unless we feel there is a safe space. And so it's so important to recognize that the space needs to be created, a space that feels secure, that feels safe for us to come out and share those emotions and to share those feelings because we want to be allowed to feel. We want to express to some extent. And if a man doesn't want to express, it's probably because it hasn't been repped, hasn't been practiced. And that creates fear. For me as a man, I want to be able to feel what I'm feeling. I want to be able to simply, you know, something makes me sad, I want to be able to express it in some way and get it out. Something makes me angry, I want to be able to process it and release it. But there is absolutely a, there's conditioning around men not being allowed to feel. And I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing soccer. I grew up playing basketball. As I got older, I started watching and enjoying more and more football. And there's an absolute culture in sports that men are not allowed to feel. You're not allowed to embrace your emotions. At least Embrace the emotions that are seen as the weak emotions. Pain, sadness, you know, tears, uh, fear. Those emotions we don't embrace in sports. We do embrace the emotions of anger, of, of rage, of competition, right? We embrace those very yang emotions, but we, we want to push aside those yin, those softer emotions. And, you know... I watched that, like, I remember there's a news story not too long ago of a young man in college who died while at practice. He was playing football. And, you know, I think there was, it was heat exhaustion or something was going on and he died. And when I hear that story, I think, man, part of that, I don't know for sure, obviously, I don't know the details, but I have to imagine part of that is the culture of not speaking up when you need something is the culture of burying those feelings. I don't want to acknowledge that maybe I'm tired because that's weak. I don't want to acknowledge that maybe I need to take a rest, you know, and and it's tragic. And things like that are happening, maybe not on that that, that, uh, significant of a scale, but they're happening all over the place where men feel like they don't have the space to feel. They aren't allowed to feel, and so they don't. And going back to that, that principle, everything is energy, when you don't embrace those, that energy, when you don't honor that energy and let it come out, it goes inward and it does some nasty stuff. And so now we understand that men are feeling, that men don't feel safe and secure, 
and that what we need is a space, is an environment that feels like we can step into it comfortably and, and share vulnerably. And so what I am wanting for myself as somebody who has men in my life that I want to be able to create that space for, and for you, somebody who loves a man in your life that you want to create that space for, one of the first things is if a man even cracks open the door to vulnerability, you honor that display of courage. It takes a lot for us men to be vulnerable. It takes a lot. And whether or not we think that's quote-unquote right or wrong or whether or not we want to overly praise a man for showing a little bit of vulnerability, there are mountains of, of things built up within our society that we're crossing over just to be even a little bit vulnerable. So when a man steps up and displays a little bit of vulnerability, maybe it's a little bit of emotion on how he's feeling, on something that he's nervous about or something that he's scared about, something he's sad about, honor that courage. Because when you honor that courage, you let him know it's okay to feel. I want you to feel. There's a safe space for you to feel. And for men, you know, for all the men listening, we have to understand that there is strength in vulnerability. There is nothing stronger than truly opening yourself up, being completely vulnerable, being exposed, because then you have nothing to hide behind. And that's the fallacy. The fallacy is that vulnerability is weakness. No, because when you are not allowing yourself to be vulnerable, you're hiding behind things that the ego is creating. You're hiding. There's no strength in hiding. Strength is standing there with your chest out and your arms open and saying, hey, this is me. This is what it is. And taking whatever comes at you because you make that choice. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Strength is standing there and being like, judge me if you want. Look at me if you want. Feel however you want towards me because I am comfortable with myself. Now that is strength. And so we as men have to shift this belief that being vulnerable is weak. I have had that belief for many, many years. That's not what men do. Men don't display emotions. Men don't cry. Men don't get scared. And if we do get scared of release, don't show it. And I damn well, I'm not going to share my emotions and my vulnerability with my woman, with my girlfriend, with my wife. Hell no. That's the weakest thing in the world. That's the conversation that goes on in my head. That's what punks do. 
tell my tell my girlfriend how I'm feeling, how something makes me nervous. Are you kidding me? That's the last thing that she wants is to know that I feel nervous sometimes. That's the last thing that she wants is to is to hear my insecurities. And that's the stuff that reinforces us hiding behind our ego. When in reality, a man stepping up and saying, hey, you know what? Doing this makes me nervous as hell. It creates massive anxiety within me. But you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. That's where the power comes from. That's where the courage comes from. Being scared and doing it anyway. Being nervous about expressing yourself, but doing it anyway. That's why there's such strength in vulnerability. Because so many times, this simply the act of being vulnerable creates so much fear and so much terror in people's minds that they freeze. They become paralyzed. So when you say, you know what? There's something that I've been withholding from my partner, from my girlfriend. And the idea of sharing this thing terrifies me. But you know what? I'm not going to be paralyzed by that fear. I'm going to share it. That courage that it takes to be vulnerable is exactly what power is. That's exactly what it is. So there's nothing stronger than a man being able to express himself fully and authentically. And so for all the people out there who love men, who want the men in their lives to be the greatest versions of themselves that they can possibly be, so that they can show up for themselves more powerfully, they can show up for their family more powerfully, they can show up for their friends more powerfully. We have to recognize what's going on culturally, societally, to put men where they are at, to create these barriers that men are, are, are having challenges overcoming to be able to show up powerfully for themselves and for others. We got to recognize what's going on. We got to understand the landscape. We got to understand the game. And now that you do, because, hey, I've been a man my whole life. <laughs> I'm giving you insights into how we think, into how we feel, into the conversations that come up. You know, I, I've considered myself a sensitive man. I consider myself an emotional man, but only in the past five, six, seven years have I embraced that. Not even that much. Not even that, that long. Let's reduce that. Only in the past three or four years have I truly, truly allowed myself to be vulnerable. Because prior to that, the idea terrified me. Absolutely scared the hell out of me. Even though I've considered myself a sensitive man. And by that, I mean I'm a man that experiences strong emotions. When I'm happy, I'm through the roof. When I'm excited, I'm just bouncing all all over the place. When I'm sad, I'm sad. When I'm hurt, I feel that hurt deep. When I'm scared, I'm scared. And growing up and through my teens and my 20s, I I took so many things personally. That's the other part of being sensitive. I took things personally. I took a little comment that was just benign and I would turn it into something that was a, a major dig and that would create some sadness within me. That would create some judgment within me, judging myself. That would create insecurities. So I've gone through this lifetime being a sensitive man and flipping the switch on that. Being a man who is so afraid of being vulnerable, but now, you know what? I'm going to speak it because I recognize the power in that. I remember in school crying on at least two occasions in class and thinking that was the absolute worst thing that ever could have happened to me. 
I remember being so embarrassed because comments that teachers made made me cry. And, you know, that has to do with that sensitivity, like I said, taking things personally. You know, it's connected to self-esteem, for sure. And then it's also connected to this idea that as a man, I'm not allowed to feel emotion, that it's wrong if something makes me cry. And I carry that shame around for a long time, for a long time. So when I got into relationships, I was not about to share a whole lot. I would let you in a little bit, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't let you take a full tour of me. No way. You wouldn't get to see all the nooks and crannies, not at all. And it took a long time for that to change. It took being in a space, being in an environment where I felt safe, where I felt secure. It took me watching other men open up and seeing what happened when these other men open up. Both seeing that these men themselves were experiencing a, a tremendous release of the weight of holding on to these emotions. And then also seeing that when those men did open up, they were celebrated for it. They weren't shamed for it. They weren't ridiculed for it. All the things that I said would happen by opening up never happened. And by me witnessing that in others, it gave me the strength to begin trying it myself. And I started small. I started small, just within my most intimate relationships, in small ways, sharing how I was feeling about things. And gradually over time, I just repped that muscle of being vulnerable. To where now, if you've been listening to this podcast for, for any, any you know, significant period of time, you know a lot about me. I've shared a lot. Because I recognize anytime I jump up here behind the mic and I share and I'm open and I'm, and I'm vulnerable, I'm winning. I'm becoming stronger. Because those things that I was holding on that was creating the shame, that was creating the guilt, that were creating the judgment, they don't have the power on me anymore. I'm shining light on them. I'm exposing them. And I'm simultaneously becoming more confident, more capable. My foundation is, is, is stronger as a man because I'm sharing, because I'm being vulnerable. So it, it, it took a while for me to experience that. And so you might be thinking for yourself, okay, well, well, what specifically can I do for the men in my life so that they can open up? Because here's the thing, you cannot make a man open up. Don't even try. If you're trying right now to make your partner open up, make your brother open up, make your father open up, 99% of the time is not going to work. Because, man, we got those egos. I don't want to do anything you're trying to make me do something, especially not make me share with you my emotions and be vulnerable. Heck no. What you can do, though, is create the space, a non-judgmental space. Because when you're trying to extract information from me, trying to extract emotions from me, well, now there's pressure and now there's expectation. And guess what happens when men feel that there's expectation on them? Performance anxiety. <laughs> it's not just a bedroom thing. It isn't. So it's really about building up the trust between you and that man that you love so much. Because trust is a huge part of all of this. When I feel like I can trust you, then I'm more willing to open up to you. So building that trust looks like little things. It looks like keeping your word. It looks like speaking their love language. It looks like being there. 
Sometimes it's just simply being there. Another thing is when a man is vulnerable, do not shut him down. Do not shame him. That's going to set you back so far. Those are major withdrawals. When a man does open up and then he feels like you are shaming him for opening up, for being vulnerable. If that happens enough times, that man is going to be shut off to you forever. And maybe not forever. I don't know about forever. For a very long time. So it's very important that we recognize some of the elements that are going into why men so frequently are closed off emotionally. Despite the fact that we are sensitive and emotional beings who feel. A lot of men feel to an even greater degree than the women in their lives. We just are conditioned to push it down. And so many of us, because we've spent so long pushing these feelings down, we don't have practice in what it looks like to be mature with those emotions. We don't have practice to, 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 as to what it really looks like to be vulnerable. So we're not great at it. So kind of lay it on top of all of this stuff is patience. You've got to be patient with these men. You've got to be patient. And if, they're, if they mean enough to you, you will be patient. So I truly, truly love the conversation that the Goddess Awakening Instagram account sparked. Because you know what? This type of conversation is happening more and more these days. I don't know if you've noticed it. I certainly am noticing it. Conversations about men opening up are happening more and more. And if you're into this sort of thing, then I want to give you some further resources, some places you can go to be in conversations like this. If you're new to my podcast, to Having It All, then go listen to some previous episodes because this is what I talk about. I open up, right? I'm, I'm all about, like I said this earlier when I'm talking about coaching, I'm all about walking my talk. So in this program, in this podcast, I'm walking the talk of being vulnerable and being open and being honest. That's one place you can go. You can also go to the Goddess Awakening Instagram account because obviously they're talking about this stuff. That's how I became privy to it. There's also a few people that you can go check out. Uh, one of them, is he's an actor, and I don't even know if that's how he goes these days, but um, he's definitely an empowered man. He's definitely a vulnerable, strong man. His name is Justin Baldoni, and uh, he has a really awesome TED Talk talking about men and and opening up and being vulnerable. And so you can go check him out, Justin Baldoni, B-A-L-D-O-N-I. He's on Instagram. I love his Instagram account, by the way, because he's a father to a girl. He may have multiple girls. He may have, have, maybe he has two daughters, but I know he has at least one. And so, you know, I'm a father to, to my daughter, Maya, and I love seeing fathers interact with their daughters. I love it. It's something that I was really scared of before we had Maya. There was a part of me that was like, I don't, what is it going to be like to be a father to a girl? You know, and I truly have embraced the experience and I love the experience so much. And so I get a lot about seeing other men interacting with women, in this case, with their daughters. So Justin Baldoni does it beautifully. You can go check him out. Lewis Howes, I've talked about him a couple times on the show. He also is a dude who, uh, you know, he, he's, 
he's connected to his sense of masculinity. Um, he has a book about masculinity. I think it's called Mask of Masculinity. And you can go check him out. Uh, L-E-W-I-S-H-O-W-E-S. I'm sure those two guys are friends. I feel like so many of these people at, who talk about this stuff at those levels are all <laughs> friends and all hang out together. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and then finally, I'm, I got something cool to announce to all of you because um, I have been working on a new podcast myself. So my friend Paul Coliani and I uh, have been creating a show about masculinity. So that's another place you're going to be able to go to hear conversations like this one. Um, our show is called Rethinking Men. And what I love about the show and the premise is that Paul and I, you know, he's, he's uh, I don't think he calls himself a coach, but he works with people in a coaching capacity similar to, to me. And he has a story where he's overcome all sorts of really crazy things in his life. And, uh, and so both of us have, you know, we do similar work and, and we have these, these pasts that we all do, by the way. We all have some story of overcoming adversity. We really do. And so what Paul and I have done is we get together at a coffee shop, we throw on our headset mics and we hit record and we talk. We don't have any topic prearranged. We don't know what we're going to talk about. And when we're complete with our episode, we don't do any editing. Everything you're going to hear on Rethinking Men is raw. It is in the moment. And it's us being incredibly, incredibly open and honest and vulnerable. And I love it. And it's such a a fun experience for me to go in and just be like, this is what's on my heart. And we just start talking and we start connecting. And so the whole premise is really about you being in on conversations that men are having. If they're not having them with one another, they're having them internally. And so it gives you an opportunity to see men in a new light, in a new vulnerable, authentic, transparent, and powerful light. So if you're into these conversations, then again, go check out the Goddess Awakening Instagram account. Go check out Justin Baldoni. Baldoni. Go check out Lewis Howes. And stay tuned for Rethinking Men with myself and Paul Coliani, because that's going to be coming out sometime in the the near future. And let's all do our part to shift this narrative, to shift this culture around shaming men for being vulnerable, around keeping men hiding under the bed in in their fears of opening themselves up emotionally. Let's create space. Let's build trust. Let's be patient. Let's celebrate the courage that it takes for men to be vulnerable. Because when that happens, men are elevated. And when men are feeling themselves, when, well, okay, that was weird. (laughs) When men are feeling their swag, when we feel like, man, all right, I'm in that beast mode, then we honor and we hold up the women in our lives to a greater degree. Because a man can't, can't honor you fully, can't hold you up fully, can't celebrate you fully, can't fully have your back if he doesn't do that for himself first. Chew on that. So we've all been a part of creating this culture. Now let's all be a part of rewriting, rewriting it, rescripting it. I'm going to be doing my part. I'm excited to hear what you're going to be up to. If you want to connect with me about this, if you want to talk about this conversation about 
loving on men and holding space for men, please reach out. Matthew underscore Bivens at Instagram.com. Also, Matt C. Bivens at gmail.com. It's my email. Um, I would love for you to share with me some influential people that you follow, you listen to, you read who are having powerful conversations like this because I want to connect with them. I want to have conversations with them. I want to be inspired by them and then bring those things back to this show. So please, you know, I share with you a few people that, that I enjoy. Please share with me the folks that you enjoy. I would love that. All right. Go forth. Have a beautiful week. Go and create and experience your abundant, loving life. You already have it all. You truly do. Truly do. So my name is Matthew Bivens. Here is you continuing to have it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.